And welcome to season two of Kulna Tuhaf. Um, today is the first episode, and uh, I have a special guest to start off the season. And uh, before we, we dive any deeper into her, I'm going to allow her to introduce herself, um, where you're from, and, and what you do. Um, hello, Assalamu alaikum, it's me, Jannah, also known as Jannah's Art Museum. And I'm a Libyan artist. I'm a Libyan artist. When we moved to Libya when I was younger, my parents really wanted us to uh, put us in public living schools because they wanted us to be from the people who live in the world, and we live in the world, and the Arabic is not easy to get abroad. It's not easy to get abroad, but I try to show that in my work. Right. Um, um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, that's you. Yeah, it's me. When we came back to America recently, it was literally just for school and then inshallah now we're going to be in the blood inshallah yeah but yeah معظم الناس يحترم الثقافه والتاريخ الليبي لكن يعني الهم يجي من اي حاجه اللي يشغل بالي فوق ده نمشي بيه right so how did you get into art like الفن كيف جاء في حياتك um هو خشيت فيه من كنت صغيره it was always there like i want to say it's kind of like in my blood kind of situation, it was natural. But alhamdulillah, like they're very creative. Min Baba and Dayan, mashallah, where he's an amazing architect. And like, he used to get bored. And like, there was this one time where he turned a few times where he turned balconies into like bathrooms and, and living room. And like, he's, he's really creative. As well as like on my mom's side where her, she had an uncle that was like really into it. like right after Thora can use Ufina for Trabless and like we have paintings everywhere. So he used to like Gamzalaf Subahidok Alab Gahwa. Um so it's very natural. It's like it's in my family. Also like community, like Libyans are also very creative and I've had teachers who very like very much encouraged it. And like I like a history teacher which is funny who when I was in her class I used to draw a lot. Right. And there was one time, <laughs> like there was this one time, and I literally drew a portrait of her and she saw it and she was like, Jenna, like you have potential. And I remember like at the time I was mad because I was like, you're a history teacher. Like I am never going to use this in my life. We used to get in arguments about how like I'm never going to use like history ever. <laughs> and now we did a full 180. And most of my art is about Libyan history and culture. What's funny is that I'm personally offended by that. As a as a lover of history, <laughs> uh, I'm offended that you think history is useless. I am offended too. I'm honestly kind of embarrassed of my younger me for that. <laughs> so pretty much family and, and, and culture is your inspiration. You yeah, definitely. So is that like... When you go to create work, is that your process into doing it? Or what is your process when you go to create your art pieces? Or is everything, um, or each piece is different? Honestly, um, I would say it isn't necessarily a process. Then I'll just do an art piece on it, especially if it's like 
something about a social issue that I think that more people need to know about or like people asked for it. Um, but it's like, if I do a lot of research about it and I'm still thinking about it and I think more people should know about it, then I'll do, I'll turn it into an art piece. But other than that, I don't really plan except for series because if I'm doing a series, I want people to look at it and be like, even though she follow bruha, they can click the dots and be like, oh, this is connected with that. And okay, that's the only thing. So is like, what started what started you making series on culture and history? There was a couple of moments where like, it just kind of like added up to where we are today. Um, like what? Well, there was this college art class that I took where that was the first time, because before that I only did portraiture and just like faces and that was it. But our teacher, like for the class, we had to do like a little series of like a portfolio. And he was like, and I did portraiture and identity. And he was like, I was going to do Muslim in America. And he was like, nah, dig deeper. And yeah, that's a general topic, to be honest. Yeah. He was like, you're more than that. <laughs> and it was just like, it just opened a hole in the door because he was like, you need something that makes you stand out. And being a Libyan, I feel like there's a lot to do with that, that would make us stand out. Right. Um, also, there was a mudda not so long ago where a lot of people were kind of spreading misinformation about Libya. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was uh, that was a fun time. That was a fun uh, for time. a lot of my friend groups. I so had much. to uh, basically uh, back us up. I was I was the spokesperson for all of Libya, pretty much. Same. <laughs> oh my god, it was too much. I've literally like cut off so many people at that time, but that time really infuriated me, just because like seeing how divided and like people didn't know much about Libya but then they were like you had these people who were like yeah Libya deserves what it got like no what's happening now even though it's not what you think is because Libya is the way it is today so just seeing that divide and how like people are disconnected because I was getting in a lot of arguments with people and I was like Bladik, why are you sharing this and a lot of them were like oh like I'm not really connected with Libya this is what I know and all of that. So that kind of like, I was like, okay, we need to change something because I was also like putting on my story because I was like defending Libya all the time. And I was like, do you guys even know what's happening in Libya? What's been happening? And a lot of people said no. So that started the history series. Um, but just like watching, also like watching our culture kind of fade away um, with time. And I just generally didn't want to be part of the problem. So I was like, I have something to offer, but I'm great for Libya. Like I know where to look for if I want stuff, right? So it was just like taking that, translating it in English so people who lived abroad understood it and non-Libyans can read it because most of if you find something that's Libya related, it's usually not to be. So that had, like that started a lot of this. Oh, there's a, there's a, basically like a, a difficulty between Libyans who, don't know Arabi or Arabi isn't their strong suit because then you can't really learn more about your country. That's why my thing is like writing in English because like it's more spoken and mm -hmm. more people know about it. Right. So, because I feel like Lo Aish, Libya, it's a little bit easier 
لو عايش ما بين ناسك لو then لما انت عايش هنا you only you like yeah there's a lot of Libyans here but it's not the same as living at home you don't get the yeah. same cultural influences Definitely. so it's harder to learn about things when you're so far away from it yeah no definitely i agree i'm not like being like oh i'm not like putting much blame on people who be like you know it's just yeah. it's complicated yeah so because of that do you feel the need to educate people on culture because of the lack of like relation to the country that yes that's that i feel like people need to be educated about the culture just there's more there's better people to do it who are more knowledgeable i'm just doing what i can and what i could offer but see if it's not for people like you then who you know what i mean yeah like الناس اللي يفهموا مش كلهم يتكلموا انجليزي ولا مش كلهم are bothered to teach you know هو here's the thing it all kind of starts change starts individually as cheesy as that as that sounds um but like it's like okay at some point we can't just like sit back and just complain that's my thing right at some point we gotta خلاص feedna right لو مش احنا who is it gonna be right you start with yourself and then slowly slowly people will will join for the ride inshallah and honestly i've like a lot of people are trying like to change and a lot of people are like like doing their parts but not all of them have the platform not yeah exactly which is what you have exactly. so personally i'm thankful that somebody like you is doing the work because if not for you then people like me are not educated on cultural matters like the series about the similarities between the north african cultures mm-hmm. that one was that one i really enjoyed cuz yes i know like i cuz i have friends from all over north africa so i know a little bit that we have similarities but to get more in depth into it is really really nice to see thank you so when you did the posts on north african culture and history like what inspired that and like how much research did you do in order to educate people and i started branching out to the north african it was okay so like it was just a bunch of conversation with friends where they also like within their own communities where they had the disconnection as well as like it was a couple stuff it's always a couple stuff but um there was also this whole thing where like libya is like being tossed to the side by everyone and also i don't have an issue with that my only issue is when like north africa is like oh this is north african this is north african or this is maghribian this is maghribian and like they never when they say maghribian they're referring to the three countries and that's problematic because you end up with like stuff that's connected to libya that people don't associate with libya so my whole thing with that is like just giving libya a bigger of a presence 
and be like, oh, do you see the similarities? Because our, um, our origins are the same. And the what, similarities- between- influenced us, influenced them as well. Yes, exactly. Like if it's not and don't claim, I don't care. I'm just claiming, claiming what's Libyan, you know, and giving right. presents to Libya that is Libyan. Right. Um, so it was just more like, it was that also like if I want, cause I also wanted to like branch out because if, okay, if I'm going to put a bigger presence on Libya mm-hmm. and I want more people to advocate and know about her, I'm going to have to branch out to people who are not Libyan. Right. So that was, that also played a part of it. But as for the research, um, I did a lot of research on myself, like in Mandy. Like in Finnafsiruagut, I also like asked people from those cultures to participate simply because when you're doing someone's culture, had to like Libyan culture, it's such a big responsibility and it's better not to do it at all than to do it wrong. Right. And yes. 100%. Like as Muslims, like we see it, like and when we look at the media, we are never represented right. Like whenever there's a hijabi, she always takes it off and she's always oppressed and all that fun stuff. And they get hella creative with it too. Like I'll give them props to that. <laughs> but but I don't, it's, it's just too problematic. And when you do that with someone's culture, it's just too much damage. It's culture appreciation versus culture yeah. appropriation. Exactly. So yeah, I just don't want to do that. It's an amana. So right. whenever I do someone's, whenever I do culture, or anything I always run it by people from those countries and I try to run it by as many as I could and then or like have my research run it by them and let them reword it in a way where they feel is more correct and that's why when you slide on my art stuff it's like you can see their texts and then sometimes I would reword it depending on how many people disagree so when what what did you hope from gaining such as like what did you hope to gain from from making such a series um i didn't have much to gain for myself it was more like i wanted just people to reconnect with like libyans abroad to reconnect with libya as well as libyans in libya to reconnect with libyan history that they might have had might have not known um my thing is with this account like i really want to create like a it's like a space where people feel like they want, like they could just DM me and be like, hey, like it would be cool if you could do this art piece about this thing. And just like, just have it be a place where people can like share different cultures, you know? Um, it was that also like bringing more attention to like Libya's situation, either like literally anything related to Libya, because my head is just gonna like, appreciate her more than Libyans. You know, right? And you can't really find things on Google dedicated to yeah. So, like, just that starting conversation about her, and just like, right? So, do you think you're gonna make more like this because of the feedback you got on the last one, or where do you think it's gonna go from here? Like the bidla, like dalil. like the entire series as a whole do you think you're going to be doing more series targeted towards culture in general or like where do you think it's going to go from here and with your work um 
I'm not completely sure to be honest I do think Libya like would have an influence on my work in anything just because when I draw something like I really want people to look at it and be like oh that's clearly done by a Libyan or that's clearly Libyan like I have this art this one beach drawing that whenever anybody looks at it they're like oh how the pub Libya I'm like yes and it brings so much joy to me when people like notice it so I want that to be a thing with all my works but I don't like I also don't want to put myself in this one box because I'm still young and like I might change interests in a while you know like I don't know right yeah but like I do think there would be a living influence in everything I do you think you're going to do more educational posts though definitely I'm actually working on something that I'm like really excited about but like probably won't post until the summer but I've been like until the summer yeah Oh, any sneak peeks any uh, anything i can get depending on how much i get how far i get with my research or else i'll just post the sketches because i think a lot of people should know more about this stuff but ooh, ooh juicy but it was um i started doing a lot of research in the rumors that like in carpets and like um, like the amazil rumors and it's oh, so interesting. That so is fun. really cool. Um, I actually, funny you say that. I know somebody that's trying to do more stuff into that. So I'll get you acquainted. I'll get you acquainted. Because she's also looking into doing things like carpets and things like that. That would be awesome. Because like, it's hard to find, but it's when you do, it's so fun. And especially after like you start memorizing them, like you start seeing stuff. It's awesome. The inspiration is uh, endless. Well, it is. So do you feel connected to Libya uh, or do you feel some sort of connection to Libya through your work? Yes, I think over like now that I'm older, I like the more research I've done about Libya and like the heritage and culture, I genuinely do feel more connected simply because like I know more and about myself and my history. Um compared to like two years ago where like you know like teenage years are confusing as if they are but like being between Libya and here it has its own confusion right so just like after reconnecting and like learning more I definitely think I'm more confident in my Libyan identity therefore more connected that's what that's what I feel as well because I know when I was younger I had the same thing Mm-hmm. And then slowly, 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 I started to discover more about Libya, more about myself. And I started to solidify my Libyan roots within myself. Mm-hmm. And now I feel more Libyan than I ever did. And I think because of that, I know in the future, it, it, it'll definitely, it, it just, I have a better picture of myself. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, it definitely builds confidence. Exactly. Just knowing your origins. Exactly. I do find joy and like connection when I share Libyan stuff. And that could go literally anywhere right. from like sharing culture, sharing pictures of Bidla, or But don't you feel like like with the Laja it's it's a little bit difficult when you when like not all of them understand Libyan, right? So, don't you feel like it's a little bit difficult 
to yeah. maintain your Libyan accent when speaking to such individuals? No. Okay. So here's my thing, right? I would rather have people ask me, what does this word mean? Then completely disregard my whole, my whole dialect. My dialect comes from our history and after colonization and all of that. And that's why it's different right. between each region, each city. Right. It's words that we choose to pick and keep, right? Um, like no matter like, so like even though it's a mix of languages, it's still a language Arabic. And anyone in should be understanding each other because it is Arabic, regardless of how many like, because, okay, we, the way we speak it is what makes it sound foreign because we speak it with the phonotypes right. of how we would speak them as I believe. And we mix in other languages. So it, the problem is, are not used to the way we speak it so if we speak it more often it's literally a matter of home uh, they get used to it that's literally it it's like it's mostly Arabic. it's just the way we speak it and honestly i do think anyone who would ask someone to only speak in their dialect like I will ask them to slow it down, but if I don't understand a word, yeah. But like, I wouldn't completely be like, oh, but see, like, I feel like that is so rude and dismissive. I I don't get that. Like, they don't, I don't, people don't tell me like, I do it just to do it. Because I know if I speak, you know? But that's because they're lazy. Like, not to be mean to anyone, but like, it's also because they're not accustomed to it we're more accustomed to like look at it this way right when you go on Mm -hmm. NBC what Uh, shows do you see the most they're either Khaliji Lebanon Muslim Syrian so the media that we consume are of every nation except for our own and because of that, oh, a few Baramish Libya, they're just not. Yeah, but they're not. They're not on. What? Like everybody else isn't consuming it, right? We consume their media. They're not consuming ours. But that hatta lagani al Arabiya, maadam lagani al Arabiya al mashhura, fil alam al Arabi, mish bus fil Libya, like al alam al Arabi, mish agani Libya, like none of them are agani Libya. So they all understand each other easily, between other than the North Africans because of the media that is being consumed, you know? It's because of the media at the same time and just also because it's literally because we've been exposed to it for so long. They get exposed to it, right? Ah. That's, yeah. yeah. It's a process. And it starts within us. They're like, Change within starts within individuals. Inshallah, slowly, slowly, we'll see more Libyan media out there. There are a lot of good Ramadan shows. Have you like? There's one coming out soon uh, on Malik Idris. It's being recorded in Tunis, if I'm not mistaken. Um, one of the characters from Babul Hara is actually in it. 
I'm excited for that. Yeah, um, it's being recorded in Tunis. I don't know if it's going to be on Libyan channels or what. who's recording it. All I know is the guy from Bab al-Hara, I, I think um, Abu Shab, mm-hmm. he's going to be playing uh, Malik Idris or something like that. I forget what it is, but inshallah, inshallah, it'll slowly start showing Libyans to the world. There's this whole new wave where I'm seeing, mashallah, where Libyans are like turning historical events into shows. Like there's a lot of shows where like you have Zingatiri, yeah. you have Sed- uh, Sarah or something like that. I don't know. There's a couple. Or Zaymain. Like, and a lot of them are which makes me so proud. Because like we're finally like putting it out there. We are like Libi Libi. Inshallah, more people start seeing it. Inshallah. We get the recognition that we so deserve. Yes, also Libyans need to like hype them up. Definitely. I'm like planning to just post all about that during Ramadan. Inshallah, inshallah. Uh, I'm I'm with you on that one. Yeah, mashallah. Wallahi, like those shows are like, even though they're entertaining, they are also like educational. educational. Exactly. And like even my friends here, like we're watching it and like, oh, I actually didn't know that. And it's amazing. Like you're enjoying yeah. it and it's educational. Exactly. So do you, where do you hope to see your work going from here? Um, I, okay. So I, I think this would forever be like, this will always be something like it would like right now it's a side thing. Like I have school and, you know, college and all that, but at some point, like I really want to do an art gallery and I want to do one for Trabis, like Medina Qadima. I feel like that's like the Nabaantar culture. So I really want to do one over there as well as one over here. That having an art gallery in Trablis in Medina Qadima would be beautiful. Because I think it's like the center of culture in Trablis at least. Yeah. And I know there's something similar in Bukhazi. I just forget the name of it. Um, but even there would be like the center of culture. Like you just, you grab everything from everything and it just like encompasses into one beautiful work. And that's yeah. like the goal one day is to go back and do something of the sort where you have all these like different cultures, mm-hmm. not cultures, but like different people within Libya. Cause like the different different. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. You know? I want to go back and like creative agency is like the one thing that I want to go back to and have Libyans from all over Libya there. You have like Shirgawi, Ali Ghirbawi, Ali Zwari, Ali Jabal Nafusa, whether it be, I forget the names, but just like, just like because like the one thing that I see is diversity. We're such a diverse culture and we have so much talent, so much differences. There needs to be something that links us all. And the only thing that I see is art. How that like 
كان في 2013 كان في منا يعني a lot of people were like bringing each other's culture up في ليبيا like I don't know I'm talking Trabness right a lot of that was going on I don't know when it stopped I don't know if it's like whatever but it was there like people were mashallah post-revolution I saw Libya going in the right way yeah even now present day It's going, it's gonna start going in the right way. Inshallah. Like political, like political ideologies is what like started to you started to see differences. Mm-hmm. But other than that, like everything was all Libyans were it was all positive. Everything yeah. was going in the right way. Like mm. even the the one thing that was so amazing about the Thawra. is everyone mash mash farqna ma bain janub wal shimal wal al gharb wal sharq farqnash bukun kunna sha'ab wahid and that's the one thing that like we need to start doing more of as libyans mash mafrud farqu ma bain libyan yeah like yes we're different Everyone is different. Every individual is different. Like yeah. Even when it, like I said, troubles you, troubles you. Between the jar and the jar, they differ. This one likes the cars, and that one likes the cars, and that one likes the films, and that one likes the music. You know, we're very, very different. Every every yeah. individual person is unique. As cliche as that sounds, every single person is unique. But we all are different. We all are different. Literally, like everyone is. Everyone is amazing and unique in their own different ways. Regardless of where they are or how they see themselves, everybody is different. Like as much as we we have the same interests, it's yeah. still, we don't have the same viewpoints. Yeah. You know? And the difference isn't necessarily bad. It just needs to be embraced and focused as a term of unity, not to separate people. Exactly. Exactly. So, for the final question, what's one thing you would like to leave people with, um, whether it be about your work or about yourself, um, just advice or a comment, pretty much? Um, I think generally, like for myself, it would be like just to send pictures, like any pictures of Libya, because A, like I would, I love looking at them, B, I would, I'm more likely to draw them than not. And if you guys like, if anybody has like literally anything that they want me to do an art piece about, literally just let me know. Um, second thing would be to just question the culture and like, cause like there's resources, resources if like there is resources, it's just, they're hard to find. Mm-hmm. So once like you question the culture and like you either find an answer to it, whatever, Just spread that information, like make it like a fun fact, you know? Also, I think a lot with a lot of the younger youth, there are a lot of them who, mashallah, are very bright mm-hmm. and they have amazing ideas. However, a lot of them don't do anything simply because they don't know how to or they're generally afraid of putting themselves out there. And it's it's fair. My thing would be... 
and this is like the advice that I was given when I started all of this was as long as what you're doing goes with Libyan morals and like even if you're gonna like oh hajim shajabatik and you want to like like I don't know change it up a bit as long as it's still respectable I think people would generally like be supportive I don't think people are like gonna yeah yeah or do it anonymously or do it anonymously that's been great for me yeah because in the beginning like I had that same thing where like Malik said this before where Libyans are your biggest supporters and your biggest critics yeah so and I said something like that I don't want it to be to take away from the idea of the project like yeah words are words and words don't mean anything but like you know it can affect you in, in one way or another so I didn't want that So I was like, yeah, uh, I'm not going to do the podcast because this, this, that. But alhamdulillah, it didn't go as I thought. I haven't gotten any negative comments. And even though I didn't I didn't do it anonymously. So I think when when it comes to your work, you should just do it and not be afraid. To, inshallah, as long as you're doing it, like you said, the right way, you shouldn't be worried at all. Yeah. It's literally just doing it the right way, pure intentions. Mm-hmm. I think anyone should be fine. Yeah. I mean, even if you do get critiques, you know what you're doing is right. 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 Because sometimes, sometimes they're not constructive criticism. Like it's just criticism, but yeah. it allows you to be constructive. Yeah. So it's sometimes negative comments are always a bad thing. Yeah. But um, thank you, thank you, Jenna, very much for being on here today. And uh, thank you for being the first guest on uh, season two. And uh, hopefully, 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 we see the art project before the summer. <laughs> I have school. But thank you so much for having me. No, it was a pleasure. Um, inshallah, I'll work on it. Inshallah. We'll see. Inshallah. My name is Zahreddin Treki, and this has been the first episode of season two. السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته